Thank you for joining us today. We hope God speaks to you. We hope dreams come alive and faith is ignited so you can impact the world and those around you for God's kingdom. Enjoy the message. Well, let's go City Place Church. I had to make a little bit of room today because it's, it's Super Bowl Sunday and, and I'm not on the field like, like last year we were on the field, but I'm not on the field. But this year I, I'm, I'm excited because last week we kicked off a thought entitled Ready for More, Ready for More. And today we're going to lean in even more into what God has shared. We declared last week that 2022 is the year that God does above and beyond. We quoted Ephesians chapter three, verse 20 to end our service. And it says this, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in his church through Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. And we said this is the year that God does above and beyond. And so we're going to continue to stay focused on being ready for more. And so if you haven't yet, download your message notes at cityplacechurch.com backslash notes. Share today's message. Shout out to every single person watching online, watching on YouTube, Facebook. And I want to give a shout out to every single person who listens to the podcast, City Place Church. We've had over 10,000 downloads of our podcast uh, since our church launched. So shout out to every single person that leans in level 10. Go, to, go with me to the book of Acts this morning. The book of Acts, we're going we're gonna to move around and uh, preach a little bit. But the book of Acts, Acts chapter 3, we're staying in this thought, ready for more. Ready for for more. Acts chapter 3. Are you ready? Acts chapter 3 verse 1 says this. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which was called beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave, him, he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you, watch now, city place, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And so he, leaping up, stood up and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping and praising God. And when all the people saw him walking, they were filled with wonder and amazement for what had happened to him. This morning, as we continue second week of Ready for More, this morning my focus inside of Ready for More is that we have to be positioned for more. We have to be positioned for more. And just last week we asked ourselves a couple of questions and I'm going to ask them to you again. We asked the first question, are you ready for more? 
And then we said, can you handle more? Are you ready for more? And can you handle more? And this week, just so you know, City Place Church, last week we talked about the fact that we don't want to just bounce from message to message and go from place to place. We want to lean into what God is saying. And so I'm literally going to walk back through some of the things, City Place, that we talked about last week because they're found in this story as well. Because God wants us to remember all of the things that he already said to us as a church in January. Remember, January was the month that we set the tone. We said that we will set the tone with the Father because he set the tone for us. And so we're not leaving that. We're going to echo all throughout the year that we're setting the tone. We're going to echo all throughout the year that we will pray and fast. We're going to fast. We're going to echo all throughout the year that our house, this church, will be a sacred place. Your physical dwelling will be a sacred place for God. Our bodies will be a sacred place, a place where God says, yes, I love hanging out there. We also said that we will, we will make sure that we set the tone for the frequency of his voice. We will not stop that just because it's February or April or June. No, this is what God has been saying to our church. And so we're going to put a premium on it. And then the next day, like Pastor Ty talked about the morning after, we're leaning in. We talked about that last week. And so we said we want to be ready for more. We want to be on the edge of our seat for what God has already said. And we literally said this last week, write this down, write this down. We said, if you're ready for more, you must grasp what he's already said. Otherwise, you won't grasp the next thing he says. The story we used last week was Jesus coming upon Simon for the very first time and saying, Simon, hey, listen, can I use your boat? And, and the first response that Simon had was, yes, you can. Then right after he said, can I use your boat? He said, can you push it out just a little bit deeper from the sand shore? Well, yes, I can. And then by the time the story ended, Simon was asked by Jesus to go out a little bit deeper. And it all mattered because Simon grasped the value and the importance of the first thing Jesus said. And we said last week that sometimes in our life we could be focused on the next thing and not pay attention to the first thing, and we can miss what God is trying to say. So at City Place Church, in the year that God does above and beyond, we will continue to hear the echoes of we set the tone with him because he set the tone for us. So we're going to constantly be hearing that. And so I echo again, are you ready for more? Can you handle more? Because if you are ready for more, you and I must grasp what God's already said to us. Maybe you're walking into City Place and you're hanging out for the very first time. and You're like, uh, hey, pastor, I have no clue what God's voice sound like. Here's here's how I want to get us started. Let me download to you what God wants to say this morning. And here's how I want you to position your heart. I want you to position your heart to say, OK, God. Say something to me today and make it as plain as day. See, what's going to happen is. If I allow, as I'm communicating, the Holy Spirit to speak through me. And if you allow your faith to go, God, speak to me. God's going to begin to download things to you and whisper things to you like, hey, hey, I'm with you. Hey, I'll never leave you. Hey, I've been with you the whole time. And that's what you want to hold on to. And for some of you, even right now, he's starting to prepare your heart like it's time for you to 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 give your life to me. That's God starting to talk. See, we want to grasp the first thing God says before we try to reach and grasp the next thing God says. In this story, in Acts chapter 3, 
the Peter that we meet is the Simon that we met last week in Luke chapter five. The Bible says that Simon has an encounter with God and Jesus literally tells him this. Your name won't be Simon. This is over the process before Acts three. He says your name won't be Simon anymore. It's going to be Peter because Peter, you are a rock. And because and, and upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. You will have the keys to the kingdom and whatever you bind on earth and whatever you you, you bind in heaven, whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. He says literally you will walk in power and authority. And so in Acts chapter three, Jesus has gone back to the father. He's endued the people with the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that Peter and John are walking to church for the time of prayer. They had prayer as a habit of their life. It wasn't just a seasonal thing. It says that while they're walking, they come across this guy who's sitting at the gate and he's been lame for a long, long time. And the Bible says that every person that went either walked past him or they gave him a little change. And today he saw them coming and hoping to get something. He's saying, alms, alms, give me some alms, give me some alms, give me some alms. But Peter, knowing that God can do more, literally looks at this guy. And as he's walking, I can see Peter and John going, man, this guy is outside of God's house. He should be inside God's house. And since we're going, I feel like he's positioned for more. See, the first question I asked you is, are you ready for more? Can you handle more? And the third question we're asking today is, am I positioned for more? Write that down. Am I positioned for more? See, we said that the, we have to grasp the first thing before we can grasp the next thing. Can I have some? Can I have some money, please? Can I, can, can, can I get a little change, please? And the Bible says that Peter and John look at him and they say, hey, hey, look at us. The first thing they said. And the, and the Bible says that the guy thinking that he might get something looks up at him. And the Bible says the next thing that they say is totally contrary to what he was hoping for. But the amazing thing that I found when I was reading Acts chapter three was that he responded to the first thing that they said. Hey, man. Hey, look at us. Huh? Making eye contact with Peter and John. You with me? So they gra he grasped the first thing they said. So watch. He says, look at us. Huh? And this is what they say. They say, hey, listen, we don't have what you feel like you need. We don't have what you want. Silver and gold we don't have, but what we possess, we give to you now in the name of Jesus Christ. They literally said it like this. You grasp the first thing we said. Look at us. Then they said, what you really need is to have an encounter with Jesus. So we're going to give you what we have because we feel like you need to be able to handle Jesus. So they say, we don't have the change that you want, but we do have what you really need. You feel like you might need this, 
but what God sees for you is so much more. Are you ready for more? Can you handle the more? Because in front of God's house, you're positioned for more is what I feel like they're telling him. So the Bible says that they look and they say, in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. And the Bible says that they don't necessarily wait. It says that Peter grabs him by the hand and picks him up. And the Bible says that as he got up, he started leaping and walking. I wrote this down. This might sound familiar. In order to handle the more, once God speaks, your response is to focus on what he says. Receive and value what he says and respond to what he says. Let me say it again. In order to handle the more, once God speaks, your response is to focus on what he says, receive and value what he says, and respond to what he says. Remember now, the first thing was, was if you're ready for more, grasp the first thing that Jesus would instruct you to do or Jesus would say to you before you go on to the next thing. Can I have some alms, please? Can I have some money, please? Hey, look at us. Huh? Okay. Silver and gold we don't have. But what we do have, we give to you in Jesus' name. Rise up and walk. Okay, then I'm going to grab your hand and I'm going to get up. See, are you ready for more? If so, grasp the first thing that Jesus would say to you. Hey, look at me. See, God sometimes in the most simplistic way, we'll say, hey, can I have your attention? So many times we're wanting this and we're wanting that and God's just like, can I have your attention? We're, we're busy or we're feeling like we have to chase this thing or we have to try to get something on our own and God says, hey, can I have your attention? Hey, focus on me. Hey, hey, hey. Look at me. See, sometimes... It's the simplest of things that God would ask of us that brings about the next thing. Hey, can I just get the money? No, no, no. Look at me. It's the first thing that I'm going to say. I'm not just going to walk by you. I'm going to pause because I want you to look at me. See, if we're ready for more, we grasp the first thing, not trying to get to the next thing, because once we grasp the first thing, then we can handle the more. And if you feel like you can handle more, once God speaks to you, you respond in focus on what he says, you receive and value what he says and you respond to what he says. The Bible says that the guy looks at him, okay? And then they say, in Jesus' name, get up and walk. He doesn't say, man, listen, I've been here for a long time. You sound like foolish people. Don't touch me. I asked for money. No, the Bible says that they literally reach out and say, get up, and they grab his hand, and the man, leaps and starts walking and starts praising God. See, he literally focused on what he says, look at us. Yeah, what you got for me? What, I'm, pay I'm paying attention? We don't have silver and gold, but in this moment, you're going to receive above and beyond what you asked or thought you were going to get. Ephesians chapter 3, I read that earlier. 
This is the year that God wants to do above and beyond. We might be leaning and asking God for one thing. And God's like, if you will just grasp the first thing, look at me, look at me. Can I have your attention? Look at me. I know it sounds real simple, but in 2022, let me have your attention. Don't be so busy. Don't just ask for what's in my hand. Just focus on me for a second. Focus. Give me your attention. Grasp that first thing. Now, in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. See, when you grab and make priority the first thing that he said, and then you value it and you receive it like, okay, oh yeah, I trust you guys. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna get up and walk, that's fine. And then you res respond, then you can handle more. So my question this morning is, on the Super Bowl Sunday, are you positioned for more? The, the, the guy was steps away from the presence of the Lord. He just needed for God to show up. See, I realized as I was reading this story, and I said this last week, that Jesus will meet you right where you are. Jesus will meet you in your broken place. Jesus will meet you on the rise to the top. Jesus will meet you wherever you, you are. And last week we talked about Peter being in the shallow place where Jesus said, hey, I'll meet you right here. Just push out a little bit. Jesus met this man in his lame state, paralyzed state, and said, I've got more for you. Can I tell you on this Super Bowl Sunday that no matter where you are, Jesus will meet you right where you are. And he's going to find you there and he's going to say, hey, look up at me. Look up at me. Give me your attention. Because you're positioned for more and you don't even see it. But that first response that you have to me says that you're ready for more. See, this morning, we're talking about being positioned for more. So I ask you, are you positioned for more? Are you, are you ready for more? Are you going to make yourself available to give him your attention and then give him your focus and value what he says and then respond? Because if you are, you're positioned for more. In today's championship uh, Super Bowl game, there are two teams playing. There's the St. Louis Rams, St. Louis, hello, the Los Angeles Rams, <laughs> and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Rams have won a Super Bowl. They've been a couple of times. The Bengals have lived most of their 54 years in mediocrity. No one expected them to make it to the Super Bowl. They were not the pick. For, the, for one of the two teams to be in the Super Bowl today. In fact, I did a little bit of research, and over the 54 years of their existence, their win-loss record is 373 wins, 459 losses, and five ties. They have been, for the majority of their football life, in a broke-down, lame position. Few highs, few lows, 
But no one, no one would have chosen the Bengals to be in a game where the world is watching. But I wonder if they thought it was time for more. I wonder if they thought they could handle more. I wonder if in August of 2020, they said, people may not believe in us, but we're positioned for more. In this season, they have gone above and beyond all of the expectation that any fan would have had. And I realized something that you have to grasp the first thing that's said to you. They grasped the first thing that their coach said to them months ago when no one was watching and they had just come off a poor season the season before. They got into a place where it was them and their coach and their coach asked them, are you ready for more? And if you are, here is the plan that I'm putting in place to get us from this place to that place. But I need you in the month of August to grasp it now. I don't need you to look at September. We're not playing right now. We're in August. This is training camp season. I need you to grasp it right now. Something that Coach Zach Taylor said. These 53 men and their staff all grasped because of the first thing that he said. The first thing that they grasped put, brought about some form of faith that they could stand against the other teams in the National Football League. They grasped hold of the first thing that he said and not just overlooked and paid attention to something else. They said, okay, coach, if you're telling us that we're good enough, then we're going to believe it. Then the coach designs the plays and is positioning them you will do this, you'll do that, this is our goal, this is the vision I have for you, this is what I want us to accomplish. They grab hold of it and had value, even though other people are like, well, they're just the Bengals, 54 years of mediocrity, everyone's going to walk over them. No, we will grab hold of what coach is talking about. We will believe we're going to put in the work, we're going to focus on the first thing that he told us way back in August, and then we will respond. Game after game, few bumps, same old Bengals. Nope. Oh, they're getting stronger. They're getting stronger. They're getting stronger. And on February the 13th, they're positioned for more. See, I realized something that as Christ followers and just as it plays out in life, like it's playing out today in the Super Bowl, there's some things that God downloaded to me in this story that I'm going to throw out to you. This man had been lamed, mediocre for years. So close to the presence of God, not being able to go in. People are walking over him like they were doing the Bengals for years. 
But there were some men that came and said, man, God's positioned you for more. You were created for more. You can handle more. It's just not the way you might think. Look at us. Here's what I realized. Write this down. Write this down. That God, as he is positioning us, is revealing himself to us every single day. But, it's, but that is normally where we can ignore his voice and his plan. So God is revealing himself, introducing himself to us every single day, but that is normally where we ignore his voice or his plan. Hey man, can I have a little bit of money? I don't have any money, but I do have Jesus. Like, I don't know about you, but there are times in my life where God has said, I wanna do this, but I'm like, no, 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 no. I want you to do that. And it goes back to, can you grasp the first thing I said? Look at me, please. See, if you can grasp the first thing, then we'll realize that every single time God is speaking, every single time God is downloading, every single time God is saying something, he's literally trying to reveal himself to us. In that moment where the lame man was laying down, he literally was saying, you are going to know me as your healer. And based on me healing you, you will be positioned to where you can provide for your own family. See your kids grow up, play with your kids, go into God's house and worship on your own. See, God is trying to reveal himself to us. But so many times we will ignore his voice and his plan because we're trying to do our own thing. Pause for a minute. You have to be ready for more. Number two, God wants to build you. But normally this is where we resist his plan. We can ignore his plan, but sometimes we resist his plan. No, God wants to build you. But normally this is where we resist. Can you imagine if he resisted? No, the guy's like, I'm going all the way. And the Bible says that he got up and strength came in his legs so much so that he could leap. Ah, ah. Ray Lewis, he could leap and praise God and watch now walk into the house of God, the Bible says in Acts chapter three. He literally walked in after he gave God praise, after he gave God worship. God literally wanted to build him back up. He didn't just say you're healed. No, he literally said, I'm putting strength in your body, health in your bones so that you can praise me. You can give me all the worship that's due. But sometimes when God says, hey, listen, I'm trying to reveal myself to you. I'm trying to build you up. We resist and we ignore. And God's asking, are you ready? For more? Can you handle more? And are you positioned for more? Because where you are right now, God can meet you right now. If you and I say, God, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for more. And I know that the only way I can get it is if you speak. God, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for you to say something to me. And God, when you say something to me, I'm going to receive it because I can handle the more. I can handle the healing. I can handle the joy. I can handle the peace. I can, I, I can handle a stressless life. I can, I, I can handle your salvation. I can, I can handle the provision for my family. I can, I can handle it. So, so what you're saying, I will grasp. I will receive it with value. 
And no matter how uncomfortable I might feel, I will respond. Get up. Get up. See, God is trying to build us, but sometimes we resist. So this morning I'm asking you, can you handle more? See, I realize that God positions you for more because he has more for you. See, God positions you so that, watch now, you can overcome condemnation. The man, I, I, I'm sure he felt some kind of way, like, I feel guilty that I can't do this. I feel guilty. I, I don't want to ask people for stuff, but I'm just out here. I don't. No, no, no. God wants to move you from a place of where you feel helpless and hopeless and overlooked and lame and broke down and paralyzed to a place of, no, God has his very best for me. See, God is positioning you to overcome doubt. Jeremiah 32, 17 says, Oh, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you. All of this, God is putting back in this guy as he's laying down, as he responds to the first thing that Peter and John say, look at me, as he responds to the second thing. Uh, and they tell him you were positioned for more. God is like, I am building your life back. I'm giving you my plan. I'm so glad you didn't ignore. I'm so glad you didn't resist because I'm literally breaking in your life. You are overcoming the fear and the concern of feeling worthless, like you're not good enough, like you're, you're, like you're not enough. I'm breaking in you doubt. Yes, I will heal you. Yes, I will show up for you when you thought that you would never walk. God wants to break that in your life. God wants to position you to be able to answer the what if question by overcoming fear. What if I never get up from here? What if I never can walk is what that guy was thinking. What if I can never get into the church to pray? God wants to break that as he positions you for more. And then God wants to break and remove never by overcoming your reluctance. I will never get up from here. No. When God shows up for you, God says, hey, can you handle more? Are you, are you ready for more? Are you positioned for more? Because I'll meet you right where you are if you will allow me. If you see right where you are, that it's, it's the perfect place for me to give you more. See, more is not the tangible. More is, Father, what do you see? Father, what are you saying? And Father, what do you want to do? Because I'll grasp it. I'll hold on to the first thing you say. I will focus on it. I will receive it with value and I will respond. Tell me. Get up. Look at me. Okay. See, God wants to overcome. Wants you to overcome. Never. Because you might be reluctant to trust him. I love the fact that the Cincinnati Bengals are playing today. Because trust me, I was one of the never people. <laughs> they never going to the Super Bowl. Like, I'm sure that there are people in their own city who thought they were never going to the Super Bowl. I thought that there might have been even uh, people who, who, who had once been a part of the organization. They ain't never going to the Super Bowl. People, even some of the players may have thought, man, hey, listen, a good year this year, man, is if we get nine wins, man, okay? All right, guys, that's a, no. The coach broke that at the beginning when he said, listen, 
Can you handle more? Are you ready for more? Because men, I, I feel like we're positioned for more this year. No one else may believe it. But if you focus on what I'm telling you, we can do above and beyond what anybody might be thinking. See, sometimes you need a coach. The Bible says he's your heavenly father who tells you who you are versus what others may tell you you are not. And God is positioning us to overcome condemnation, which is the feeling like you're just constantly getting beat up and can't do good. Overcome doubt. Overcome what if because you're afraid. Overcoming the feeling of being reluctant. See, I realize that as God is speaking and building us and healing us, we discover more of who he is and who we are. See, we want to be positioned for more because we discover who he is and we discover who we are. When we say, God, I'm positioned for more. I'm ready for more. God, I want you to know I can handle more because I'm grasping the first thing you said. I'm going to focus on it. I'm going to lean in. I'm going to respond with and keep it with value. God, I'm going to, I'm not going to ignore your plan for me because you're trying to reveal yourself. I'm not going to resist your plan for me because you're trying to build me. So remove all the obstacles because I'm going to allow me to know you. And you're going to reveal me. I said this last week, and I'll say it again. It takes faith to hear. It takes faith to believe. It takes faith to obey. It takes faith to respond. And it takes faith for more. Faith to hear, faith to believe, faith to obey, faith to respond, and faith for more. City Place Church, God is positioning our church and he, God is positioning you for more. Are you ready for more? Can you handle more? If so, grasp what he says. Focus on what he says and receive it with value and then respond. Don't resist his plan. Don't ignore his plan because he's trying to reveal himself to you. He's trying to build you. He's removing all of the obstacles of, of, of things in your life that would keep us where we are. Because he's revealing himself. And he wants you to know how he created you. Our greatest pain can be a catalyst for our greatest gain and for God's glory. The Bible says, let's go back to Acts chapter 3. That this guy who had been in pain, lame, all of his life, gets an encounter with Jesus. And it's a catalyst for such a win and for God's glory. Look at, look, look, look at how it reads. Look at how it reads in verse 9. 
It says, um, verse 8, it says, So he, leaping up, stood and walked into the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened. Literally, God says, hey, I am going to give you more. You are positioned for more. You can handle more. You focused on what I said. You responded and you grabbed it with value. And you jumped up and started praising God. And the Bible says, based on what he responded to, the freedom that he experienced, allowing God to build him in that moment. The Bible says, he says, you know what? I'm not going to take my stuff and just go. I'm going to stay as close as I can to the presence of the Lord. So he literally starts going into the house of God and he doesn't stop praising God. He doesn't get it from God and then stop. The Bible says that he is positioned for even more because now he's praising God and he's praising God even more. So watch this. As he's praising God, the Bible says that his praise starts producing more in others. Hey, that's the dude. That's the guy. We walk past him every week. Look at this miracle. And the Bible says he's praising God. And the people were filled with amazement because he was giving glory to God. See, as you are positioned for more, when God brings you from a place, whether it's the pain of pursuing a goal and a dream or the pain of, 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 of something that it caused you to stay bound or, or locked for a long time, it literally is a catalyst for your victory and God's glory and gain, like, let's go. Other people say, wait a minute. If God can do it for him, God can do it for me. Are you ready for more? Can you handle more? And are you positioned for more? This morning, right where you are at Super Bowl Sunday. And as I'm preaching to you, the two teams are getting ready. They're getting ready. They're going over the game plan. And I can hear the coach. I don't know what Coach Zach Taylor is going to say. But I feel like he would say something like this. Men, we started this journey in August. And no one thought we'd be here. Men, I want to appreciate all that the effort that you've given and you're going to be winners today no matter what. But I, I just want to thank you, men, for believing in what I told you in August. Men, there are literally people all across the world who won't believe that we even have a chance today. But you grabbed hold of the vision. You responded to everything that was in front. And now you're positioned. This morning, right where you are, I want to let you know that you are positioned for more today. And if Jesus would whisper anything to you today, he would tell you that the most important thing that he could ever say is, I love you. And I want to have a personal relationship with you. I believe that Jesus would say, hey, listen, if there's anything that you would grasp today, grasp the fact that I gave my life for you and that I would have done it if it was only you.
This morning, Jesus wants you to know that he loves you very, very much and that he died for you. You've taken the time to hang out with us this morning at City Place Church. And the decision that you are about to make is the most important decision you will ever make. The Bible says in John 3.16, a very familiar verse. It says that God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus. That whosoever would believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This morning, I want to ask you to respond to Jesus today. I don't have anything in the practical, but what I do have, I want to offer Jesus to you. Jesus gave that lame man life and built him back up and removed obstacles in his life. And Jesus wants to do the same thing for you today on this Super Bowl Sunday. I'm going to say a prayer. And right after I say the prayer, I just want you to repeat it after me. It goes something like this. Jesus, you died for me. You rose again. And you did it for me. And I want you to be my Lord and Savior. If you're ready, City Place Church, can you pray that prayer with me? Come on, let's pray together. Say, Dear Jesus, I acknowledge that you died for me and that you rose again. And I am positioning my heart today to say yes to you. I'm so grateful that you gave your life. And today, on this day, I choose to focus my attention on your sacrifice and the victory you gave me when you died and when you rose again. And today, I receive your free gift. And I want to respond by giving you my life. I choose to accept you today as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, City Place Church. Can you make some noise today for Jesus? Come on. Make some noise today for Jesus. Make some noise today for Jesus. Come on. Well done, City Place Church. Well done on the decision you made to follow Jesus. Here's one next step. Our team is going to put up some information. There is a virtual connect card. You can communicate with us two ways via virtual uh, connection. You can either text the word City Place to 94000 or you can fill out a connect card online, cityplacechurch.com backslash card. Tell us the decision you made today so that we can celebrate and also send you some different resources uh, to help you in your walk with the Lord. Also, if you're hanging out with us today, that same Connect card is a place where you can sign up for that small group that I mentioned earlier, or you can let us know that this was your first time and my wife and I can send you a welcome and our team could say hello uh, for your hanging out with us today. But well done on this Super Bowl Sunday. Can somebody say positioned for more? Positioned for more. Well, right now, as we get ready to, uh, to go into the next part of our service, we're gonna prepare to give. This is our part in the service where we bring our tithe and our offering to the Lord. And uh, there's some things, some things that have just been uh, a blessing to our church. And uh, come on City Place Church, you are literally making an impact all across our city, but also in our state. And so I just wanna say thank you for your sacrifice. I want to say thank you for trusting the Lord and thank you for all that you're doing to impact the lives of people. Well done. Let me pray as you give. Our team's put up the information on ways to give today. Father, we love you today. Thank you for those that said yes to you. Father, we're so grateful that you are positioning us for more. We value what you say. We will respond to what you say. Do what only you can do in this year. 
let this be a fun day as people celebrate and, and enjoy sports if they, if they so choose. So God, we give you the glory. In Jesus' name, bless our giving. And again, thank you for those that said yes to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, City Place Church, have a great day. And remember, this is a year that God does above and beyond. Thanks so much for joining us. Stay connected by subscribing to the City Place Church podcast, following us on Instagram, checking us out on Facebook, or by visiting our website, www.cityplacechurch.com.